This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people, and particularly today, fleece lovers. Alpaca fibre is a wonderful thing, soft, fine, warm, and delicious. Okay, so not quite as good for eating as other things, but almost. It has that quality about it that makes you go, mmm. I love looking at it. I love handling it. And I love the smell of it. So what do you do with your fleece? I have some ideas for you, so it doesn't just sit in a corner as a home for moths. You've got one of the world's top quality fleece producers in your backyard. How do you move beyond storing that fleece for a rainy day? Most of us want to do more with it. And I'm assuming that includes you too. If you have small amounts of fleece or money to invest, it doesn't make sense to aim for the moon. But could you do differently, starting where you are? It's up to you, but maybe your dream can become a reality. Or you can at least take a step in the right direction. Decide that you're going to do something with the fleece that you do have. So here are some questions to help you get started. Let's talk terms for a moment. Fleece is what we call it when it's on an animal, during shearing and up to skirting and selling as raw fleece or sending it off to be processed. At this point, though there may be some argument about the exact moment, it becomes fibre. I think once it's processed, we can call it fibre, though the terms can be and are used interchangeably. And the range of things you're going to hear are shearing, hand carding, drum carding, and felting machine. The fibre may then be spun to produce yarn, and that could be in two ways, either woollen or worsted. Woolen is more traditional for knitting, and it aims to trap the air. Worsted aims to exclude the air and keeps it very fine, a fibre you can weave into material. So tops are used for worsted, rovings for woolen, and then you can do two-ply or three-ply as it twists together. It's all to do with the alignment of the fibres. My first question for you is, what have you got in your hand? So how much have you got? What condition is it in? Is it old? Are there signs of moths? Is it mouldy? Is it full of vegetable matter? It's going to need more work or it's just going to need to be, <laughs> sadly, disposed of as having been kept too long in not quite the best of conditions. So how much have you got? Are you just talking about one year, two years? Depends how many animals you've got as to how much fleece you're likely to have in hand. But what have you got in hand? What condition is it in? Second question then is, what have you got in your heart? 
So what do you really want to do with it? You might have started off with a dream, a dream of spinning, of knitting, of being able to generate income from the fleece, from your alpacas. But it involves work, it involves developing skills, it involves making it happen. What do you really want to do with it? You could make some money out of it. However much you got, you could look at selling it all. Less money, but it clears the decks ready for next year. Bear in mind it will be worth less than you would like it to be, but it may be better than burning it or composting it. You could sell raw fleece, 200 grams at a time, like candy floss. You may be able to do that through Etsy or eBay or one of the other online opportunities. Or you could make connections with your local dyers, spinners and weavers guild and see whether anybody there would like to buy some from you. There are people who, certainly in the UK, are collecting fleece and collating it. They've got the scale then to be able to do things with it and make more money. But obviously, the more they're doing, the less they can give you. Something else you could do. What do you really want to do with it? Well, you could make something out of it. You could spin it. Hand spinning. Yeah, you could. Really. You could knit or crochet something. There are other alternatives like loose packing it in a plastic bag and then using that as insulation for parcels. You could make or buy a cushion cover and stuff it with alpaca fibre as a, a bed for your dog or your cat. Make it available to birds in your backyard as nesting material. Maybe you could even sew it into large pockets and fill as a form of sound insulation. Another big thing that you could do is to process it to the next stage. Then do something with it. Well, that's going to involve sending it off to be processed, usually. It needs to be spun, needs to be cleaned, needs to be processed commercially, and therefore is going to have a cost associated with it. When that comes back, you could sell the yarn for people to do their thing with it, or you could knit or crochet something. You could produce things as personalised presents for your friends and family. You probably can't do this every year, unless your circle of friends and family keeps growing. But it's an option. You can needle felt or wet felt something. How about creating balls and making Christmas decorations? Needs a bit of practice, needs a bit of work, but it's relatively straightforward, and most of us can work out what a circle should be, and probably can produce one, using the fleece to produce felt. With wet felting, you could make some thicker sheets of felt for boot warmers. Make a square, cut it to shape. Often boots have already got a, a liner of some kind in them. You could take that out and use that as a template and create a boot warmer. Whatever it is you're going to do, if you're going to do the next steps, it probably needs to be cleaned, carded, and then collated. So cleaned, how are you going to clean it? Well, there's the gross vegetation. It needs skirting. So you take the edges off. You take, deal with the things that are contaminated, that are not part of the, the best part. And that's going to... The second cuts, the smaller bits, they're not very useful either, so they're going to have to go. Then you're left with an amount of fleece that's going to need cleaning. So it can be washed. You can do this by hand. You can do it in a bath. You can do it in containers. Uh, the danger is... The more work you put into it, the more you agitate it aggressively, the more likely it is to felt in advance. You're just cleaning at this point. You're not making felt, but you can, if you're not careful, generate some felt. So it's a bit of experimentation. 
You can use a washing machine. Ah, let me warn you. I didn't say just go ahead and stick it in a normal wash. And it's going to cause problems with the machine if there's a lot of grit, if there's a lot of loose fibers, things. So it needs working on before you try putting it in a machine. We found that we've used some of those laundry bags that you can put gentles and things that you want to keep together in a washing machine. You can get some quite large ones and putting the fleece in that can mean you can actually then clean it in a washing machine in relatively safe conditions. We have had a problem where I had to strip down the machine and take out stuff that had wrapped itself in places it shouldn't have been. So be careful. If you've got a spare washing machine, (laughs) should you have one lying around, there is an option there that you could think about using that. But otherwise, it's sending it off, getting somebody else to do the cleaning for you. And then carding, that's aligning the fibres. You can do that by hand. You can use a machine, which is a hand-powered machine. So it's just the drum carder is an example of that. Or you can have a larger machine, which will do carding. And then you're into investing in machines and is that where you want to be? It may be that you need to send that off to be carded as well. And then it's collated, comes back. So you've then got your cleaned and carded fibre ready to be used in whatever way that is. So it could be spinning. You could then do the hand spinning. You could do drop spindle spinning, as is done all around the world. And that's relatively simple, relatively straightforward. Let me tell you, though, you're not going to be able to just start that and be good at it. It's going to take time. It's going to take practice. It's going to take failing. It's going to take making things that are really not very good at all. So be aware that that is part of the journey. And that's okay because you're getting somewhere where you've learned a skill and it's something that will last you for the rest of your life. And the more you do it, the more you're going to be able to develop that skill and get better at it. So hand spinning with a drop spindle or with a spinning wheel. Go along to those lovely people at the dyers, weavers and spinners guild and get them to give you some pointers, get you give you some lessons, work out the tension and the holding etc of the fibre as you're feeding it in and introducing the spin. So there are things that you can do with that. Some of it is going to involve investment. You need to decide whether that's what you want to do. The third big question for me is what can you see for later? You may decide that you haven't got anything that's worth keeping at the moment, but you do want to do things properly next time around. So clear the decks. You might have to compost or burn the the fleece that's affected with moths or it's just gone too far or just you can't do anything with it. Third question is, what can you see for later? So with your next crop of fleece in mind, you can get ahead of the game and start planning. The shearing, what can you use? What do you need to discard? Make the decision as you're doing the shearing. Sort it and set it aside. Reduce the number of decisions you have to make. Don't have that bag of fleece that's nagging, saying, what are you going to do with me? What are you going to do with me? Decide at the point of shearing. Develop connections, either for processing or for being able to sell on to other people. Make those connections. Develop skills. This could be your spinning, it could be your knitting, or it could be your crocheting. There is plenty of opportunity to learn from people and online. There is a wealth of information out there, probably too much. Start simple and make the first step. So you can develop your skills. These are things you can plan for as you're going forward into the future. 
So where does that take us to? It takes us to being able to do something with our fleece that we're just hanging on to. It's no longer just going to be in the corner. It's now going to become a part of the annual cycle of what we are doing with our alpacas. So there are possibilities there, some of which you can discount straight away. It's just not you. I know. I know. So that's not a problem. <laughs> don't, don't force you to learn to spin. If you don't want to learn to spin, don't. But you could if you wanted to. Alternatively, you could find other routes or you could just give it away. If it's going to be a problem to you, don't let it be a problem. But there is the potential for you to do something with it that feels meaningful and feels like it's more in line with what you originally intended, which could be good. So there we go. That's thinking, starting to think at least, about what we can do with our fleece, working with fleece, the different opportunities, the different possibilities. And I feel like I can talk about this theoretically. We've got some practical things. I do the shearing. We've been developing our use of the fibre for wet felting. That's the thing that we've decided to, to major on. So we've invested in a machine to do that, and it takes less time, less effort to achieve better results. But you do have to invest. So it's either invest the time to learn things or invest some money in order to equip yourself. So I hope you have a good week. And as you move forward, thinking about your fleece and the decisions that you can make, one of those decisions is that you don't do anything. And that's okay too. Hope to see you again soon. Take care, stay well, and go enjoy your alpacas. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.